0: Who's going to start Katie McCabe rant? Is it going to be near you, Emma? He knew he messed up the minute the whistle went because he went straight up to Katie. I don't know what he said. I should have started you. I don't think he said that, but he should be saying Subscribe that.
1: to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with the return of the Champions League. Two last 16 ties tonight. Tottenham manager Antonio Conte's tried to rally the troops ahead of the first leg away to AC Milan. The Italians suggested some of his players are prone to collapsing under pressure. Conte says he learned to deal with scrutiny because it's a lot harsher in his home country. Football is a sport and uh, in Italy sometimes fo- football is not only a sport, sometimes uh, it's a war between uh, the teams, between uh, the fans. Yeah, I think uh, for this reason uh, is the the main difference. Conte is going to have to shuffle his midfield. Rodrigo Bentancourt is out for the rest of the season due to a cruciate injury. Yves Basuma needs an operation to repair a stress fracture to his left ankle. And Pierre-Emile Hoiberg suspended. Oliver Skip and Pabé Sarr could be handed starts. Talk of moving Eric Dyer into midfield. Captain Hugo Lloris is also injured as well. AC Milan won at the weekend, but they've been in dismal form in the last few months. The Italian champions are fifth in Syria. They're level on points at third place Atalanta, but they're 18 points behind leaders Napoli. Spurs have hardly been in great form themselves. Humped 4-1 at Leicester a week after they beat City Since they qualified for the last 16 With that 2-1 win in Marseille last year Spurs have lost 5 of their 10 Premier League games Tonight's other tie on Valentine's Day Takes place at the City of Love Paris Saint-Germain hosts Bayern Munich Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi are both back in the PSG squad It's not yet clear if both will start Suggestions in the French media That Mbappe will be on the bench Messi might start he's received treatment for a hamstring problem Neymar has also been talking about reports of a heated exchange with sporting advisor Luis Campos in the wake of Saturday's defeat to Monaco and sometimes players might deny this but Neymar was quite honest about it he said there was a little discussion they weren't in agreement there's respect arguments happen and it's part and parcel of the game this is a repeat of the 2020 final, which Bayern won 1-0. Bayern are unbeaten in all competitions since September. They drew a few games after the resumption of the Bundesliga last month. They have a one-point lead at the top of the league. They're still the best attack and defence in the Bundesliga. Eric Maxim Motin will be back at his old club. Both matches start at 8 o'clock. Now, speaking of the Champions League and games in Paris, Liverpool have called on UEFA to ensure there are no more near-misses following an independent report into the chaos at last season's Champions League final, which took place at the Stade de France. The English FA says the behaviour of Liverpool fans saved lives in a situation which almost led to a mass fatality catastrophe. UEFA and French authorities have been blamed for failures. The independent reporters found they were responsible for the chaotic scenes. Police have been accused of being over-reliant on the use of tear gas and pepper spray against blameless fans. Those tactics caused crushing outside the Stade of France. UEFA initially blamed the late arrival of fans for the problem that delayed kick-off by more than an hour. Many Liverpool fans said they'd been at the stadium hours before kick-off. It kicked off at 9 o'clock local time, but they were stopped from getting to the ground And of course, UEFA uploaded news of the publication of the Champions League final report to its website when, just before the Merseyside derby was about to start, maybe they thought Liverpool fans would be distracted. In terms of that game, Liverpool won 2-0 to get their first Premier League win of the year. 18 goals now for Mo Salah this season which isn't bad considering this is the worst version of Liverpool since he joined the club. Also a first goal for Cody Gakpo, who opened his account at Anfield in a derby like his fellow Dutchman Virgil van Dijk. He was on the bench last night. Jota and Firmino both came on. Liverpool, they're nine points off fourth place Newcastle, but they played them at St. James's Park on Saturday. Liverpool have also played a game less. The big question is, can Liverpool back up last night's win? Jurgen Klopp's hoping it's a turning point in the season. He said the first goal was crucial last week it was the first ball coming in deflected goal um, and it obviously gives the game a direction there's no no doubt about that it should not be that impactful but it still happens from time to time and so yes it was uh, the biggest difference i would say between other games and tonight but i really thought um, the performance for the full 95, 96 minutes was the best for a while as well, and um, so that's what we we we, we would we would wins as, take wins as well when you don't play well. Um, that happens not often, but from time to time, but it's much better. To, to get three points when you when you deserve it really and tonight we deserved it. The result leaves Everton in the bottom three. Sean Dyche was forced to make one change from the 1-0 win over leaders Arsenal last weekend. That was due to an injury to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. 22-year-old Ellis Sims came in to make just his second league start. The derby always a big game for Everton but in terms of the relegation battle, Saturday is massive. Leeds come to Goodison Park. Dyche says they have to improve on defending counter-attacks both Liverpool goals came from breakaways. Working on transition in the Premier League is uh, one of my many obsessions about what we, we're going to try and do. Um, I did speak to the players about that, you know, and, and when we got here and how, how we've got to improve that, I think. Um, and I think that was on show. Both goals, really, like you so say, you know, they smothered us a little bit with, with, with possession and came out of a situation. Um, possibly could give a technical foul to break up their play. Um, And then they break away, and you know, get a goal out of nothing. I think, I think uh, Connors maybe thought the lads be, you know, not behind him, and just stepped. He said that, yeah, yeah, just stepped off of it. Uh, which is unfortunate because obviously that's early in the second half but you know we've kept at it um, there's more to come I'm sure of that but the mentality is good uh, but we've got to play as well and I said to the players at half time we want to work we want to fight but you've got to play as well and I think that that next step is to play and be brave with the ball not just without the ball Aoife Mannion says it was a proud day for her family when she was named in the Republic of Ireland squad for the first time last Friday The Manchester United defenders in Marbella now with Vera Pau squad as part of a training camp. It's been used as preparation for this summer's World Cup. The girls in green play Germany behind closed doors. They'll finish with a game against China tomorrow week. Mannion's mum is from Mayo, her dad is from Galway and she says she's received a lot of messages since the squad was named and the 27-year-old says now she wants to make sure she stays in the squad.
0: All of my family are actually Irish and from Ireland and so when I got the call up last week, I can't tell you how many Messages I've had from family members saying, you know how exciting that is to be part of it. Um, so really, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen my my parents so proud of anything that I've ever done. And I've sort of been around football for a little while now, and been managed to be involved in a few bits. And I must say, I think that if they died tomorrow that they they would probably be happy (laughs) that's how excited they are so um it's quite like an exciting time for me personally so in my head I've thought gosh I hope I actually manage to get eventually involved in a camp because you know I've made it clear to myself and to the people immediately around me that that's what I want to do but I guess what I want to take from that is regardless of sort of what happens of whether I'm able to um, be picked for the camps. So it's my intention to be available for Ireland going forward in whatever capacity Vera beer, beer chooses that to be.
1: Interesting story emerging from Southampton. Jesse Marsh is on the verge of being appointed as their new manager. The American was sacked as Leeds boss last week. The Saints are bottom of the Premier League. They part a company with Nathan Jones on Sunday. If Marsh does get the job, here's the date for the diary. The 25th of February, Leeds against Southampton at Ellen Road. Who knows, Leeds might have their own new manager by then as well. Championship action tonight. Burnley look to extend their winning run to 11 matches. The leaders host a playoff chasing Watford. Millwall will hope to strengthen their hope on a top six spot by beating Coventry. Norwich have lost their last two, take on Hull. Cardiff are only out of the relegation places and goal difference. They go to Birmingham. Sunderland travel to QPR and Reading face Rotherham. bit of news from the championship. Missed it yesterday because it was confirmed just after I finished recording. Neil Warnock couldn't stay away. He's back in the game. The 74-year-old will take charge of Huddersfield until the end of the season. It's his second spell at the club. He guided Huddersfield to promotion to the Championship in 1995. St. Pat's have announced the signing of Jay McGrath on loan from Championship side Coventry, which is subject to international clearance. The 19-year-old defender linked up with his new teammates this week. He's pushing to be in the squad for their opening SSE or Trinity Premier Division game against Derry on Friday. And non-league Darville's Scottish Cup run ended in the fifth round last night. They were beaten 5-1 by Falkirk. Remember, Darvel caused a massive shock in the fourth round when they beat Aberdeen. The draw was made last night. Holders Rangers will be at home to Wraith Rovers in the quarterfinals. Celtic have a trip to Hearts in an all-premiership tie. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews, and stories from off the ball.